Senator, uh, first of all, just could you just explain what the situation is uh, with respect to the the new ban that was declared by the president on arriving passengers from China? So the new ban uh, will take effect this morning, um, and basically that that directive requires that the airlines uh, basically screen passengers uh, before they board, and if they're coming anywhere from uh, uh, China, um, they basically will not be allowed to uh, get on the flight uh, coming into Guam. Um, so we'll see how well that is, uh, you know, being uh, conducted at uh, the points of embarkation. Uh, of course, the um, Customs and Border Patrol, they also have their own uh, screening uh, resources, and so they are able to identify uh, travelers who may be coming from uh, China at some point, who have traveled in China at some point in time recently. So as I understand it, there were um, some travelers this morning prior to the official implementation of the ban. Uh, what did you, how did you guys address that? Actually, the, um, on Saturday, uh, there was two flights that came in. Um, one originated in Korea, and there was uh, 14 passengers uh, that originated in China and were transiting through Korea uh, and uh, destined for Guam. Uh, United Airlines also had uh, originating in, in uh, Japan, that flight uh, had five passengers on it. So for a total of uh, 19 passengers that came in on Saturday. Um, early Monday morning at uh, 0050, uh, another flight from uh, originating in Korea came in with uh, 19 uh, travelers uh, who were transiting through from China and uh, Jap uh, United Airlines also had uh, coming from Japan had five uh, passengers that were destined for Guam. So what happened for those two flights was um, we were alerted uh, by uh, the local customs who had received information from uh, immigration and so when that when those flights came in uh, those passengers were identified and they uh, were allowed to disembark and they were brought directly to an isolation area uh, up on the concourse. Um, there was enough time to have been able to mobilize the uh, public health uh, personnel uh, assigned to uh, be available to screen these passengers. They came in, uh, they did their screening, took down all the information that was necessary, uh, where they will be staying, how long they will be here, um, and then uh, provided them, of course, with the information card, uh, informing them what to do in case they start feeling sick. Uh, they were then passed on to the regulatory agencies, immigration, uh, who did their, their screening as per their uh, requirements, and then on to customs. Uh, from there, uh, these passengers were then allowed to uh, go out. So um, none of the passengers, uh, those 19 passengers in the first batch and the 24, none of them um, had any symptoms uh, that was associated with the coronavirus. So the, the, the guidelines is that if they're not exhibiting any of these symptoms, then we basically take all the information that's needed and release them. If they had 
um, had any symptoms of the virus, then certainly we would have held them and public health would have uh, looked at uh, putting them up in a quarantine facility. Yeah. At this point, um, there are no um, um, instructions or protocols to um, screen all passengers coming in from, from Asia, like we, you might see at uh, Asian airports where they have the, the temperature monitors or guns that they call them. Right. Um, none, but uh, of course we're trying to source uh, where we can get these uh, thermal scanners uh, as an extra measure of precaution uh, to put up there. Uh, one thing that public health, of course, emphasizes is you know the um, the hygiene uh, protocols. You know, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. So um, we're. Uh, finding sources, trying to find sources uh, for the hand sanitizers so that as passengers get off the airplane, uh, that's, you know, the first uh, thing they can do is, is sanitize their hands. Um, but otherwise, uh, everything that we do is as per the guidelines that's provided by the uh, Center for Disease Control and that's passed on to our local Department of Public Health. Yeah, I'm just interested as a longtime policymaker when you were with the legislature, um, there's a need, I think, to balance between, you know, the public concern and the uh, impact that, that would, this would have uh, on the economy. Uh, just from your personal perspective, um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, um, it, it, is a, is, it is a real balancing act uh, and but I'm, I'm, um, I'm pretty confident that, you know, the Centers for Disease Control is uh, very much on top of this whole situation. Um, the, the center out of Honolulu certainly is in close communications with our Guam Department of Public Health, and they're looking out for that. But I, I think there's, there is that level of concern that, you know, you've got to you've got to bring things into balance. You can't, you know, burn down the house to find that one rodent that went, that you saw going across the, uh, the, um, the living room. Um, so I think we're taking all the measures that are necessary as, and as the guidelines that are being given by um, the Centers for Disease Control. All right, thank you very much. Okay.